who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What do you get when you take two childhood friends with a passion for unexplored history and a whole lot of booze? You get us, Queen's Podcast. And here at Queen's, we are spilling the tea on all kinds of women from history. From New Orleans voodoo queen, Marie Laveau, to Marie Antoinette, and everything in between. Each queen is paired with a cocktail recipe that will totally get you in the mood to hear the fun, dramatic, and juicy stories of fascinating women from history. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Cheers! This is Duke Nukem, and when I'm not out slaying aliens and saving Earth's babes, I'm listening to Podcast Unlocked. Hail to the podcast, baby! Podcast Unlocked. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, the world's numero uno. Xbox podcast. We did it. We did it. I'm proud of us. Sorry, Major Nelson. Number so one. Good. Love you, though. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That's Destin Legary, Marty Sleva. Hey, Pierce will be along as soon as she's unstuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. She'll be here momentarily. There's a lot to get to this week, guys. Right? Th- thank goodness, because I was I usually prep the show the night before. Yeah. And as I'm doing so, there was a point where I had no news stories. I'd scrolled through everything, and I was like, nothing. That changed. <laughs> nothing is worth talking about. This is a dumb week. Yeah, it's been a, it was a light week. <laughs> like and then, calm before the storm. And then uh, we woke up this morning, we're like, oh, no, we got, we got a topic. Yeah, so the Xbox 1.5 returns stronger than ever. So we're going to talk all about that. That'll be our big segment coming up uh, once we hit the news. But first... I wanted to plug a couple things. One is I'm super proud of my latest IGN Unfiltered. It's mm-hmm. Cliff Blazinski is my guest for this month's episode. He is Cliff is Cliff. He's yeah. great. We bleeped him. I believe the count was 62 times. All right. And for those wondering why is a show called Unfiltered, in fact, filtered it's just it's company it's IGN policy. <laughs> it's we know you're we know that many of you are adults and yeah. uh, and can handle four letter words, but you know it's just a they can speak freely about whatever they want. We still have to bleep the swears. <laughs> yeah, you know. So yeah. you know, I I get it if you're if you don't like it, but I I gotta imagine if if that really ruins it for you. I'm sorry, but it's a I, really good we need to institute a policy where our swears get bleeped. Other yeah. people swears. They can just whatever. That's fine. Yeah, that would we're, be, we're a family just friendly. Yeah, well, family friendly uh, IGN.com. If only, if only that were. The I case think we here. should do a thing where if you're subscribed to IGN Prime, you get all you the get all the bleeps. you get all the cusses. <laughs> ages twelve and up. It's like yeah. the HBO it's, of it's a bad uh, idea. HBO version. I like that. that. Yeah. You should. The actual technical side of that is a nightmare. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we have to do sixteen renders for every video. So uh, yeah, Cliff came on. He talked. We we went all the way back in time with him to. He designed his first game when he was in high school, uh, how he yeah. sold his first game to Epic, which was crazy, and how he got hired by Epic and moved across the country, and just a re- some really cool stuff, and plus some Gears of War war stories, eh? Gears of Gears War of stories? Gears of War stories. That could be the name of the next game, actually. This isn't bad. It could be like a prequel. Telltale presents Gears of War stories. I like where you're going with it. this. Bleep that out, because did, I don't want someone to take it. Did you ask him what One game of the he's most proud of? What? Did you ask him the game he's most proud of? I asked Jazz him, Jackrabbit. I asked him which Gears is his favorite. I asked him to pick his favorite child. And he was wrong, yeah. which is weird. No, yeah. yeah. He created the, the series, <laughs> and he was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah. yeah. I bet it wasn't two. You and Alana. <laughs> you and Alana. What am I going to do with you guys? Yeah, we're correct. 
That's why only one of us is here right now. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that that episode is on IGN and YouTube. It'll be on iTunes very shortly. Uh, what else can I say? Oh well, and then the mobile app. We want to. We've been asked to promote that a little bit because it's been super redone. Like yeah, it's awesome it's actually. Super fast. You get. You can see the full headline now, so it's <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting Even into. IGN mobile just itself is great. Yeah, too. the mobile yeah. site yeah. has been sped up. Yeah, yeah. Drastically. you can filter if you don't care about specific platforms if you don't care about movies or, or TV or if you only care about movies and TV it'd be weird that you're listening to this yeah. uh, but you're able to filter sort of you can get the IGN you want which is super cool maybe people listening to this should keep the Xbox stuff on just a thought maybe yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. we would we would like that I know there's people <laughs> yes. who listen to both this and beyond who don't own those respective that's consoles that's true I, yeah. I hear from yeah. those people all yeah. the time and it's, it's, a, lot it's a lot of third party talk it's good the to most, know what the other side yeah. well honestly it's like the most flattering thing you could probably yeah. say to me about this show is I don't even own an Xbox but I like your yeah. podcast yeah. Like, thank you yeah. that is very nice of you to say uh, I have nice things to say about Doom yeah that is a video game. I'm not done yet. I'm mm-hmm. still going. It's meatier than most first-person shooter campaigns. Yeah, these the days. campaign. Like we were expecting, like a six, seven-hour campaign, and it's more. It's almost like double that. I would say it's like yeah. a little over ten, probably twelve. Probably, um, I'm probably uh, trajecting closer to twelve. Is yeah. that a word? Sure, I projecting. I think you. Meant <laughs> no, now we're projecting it. Um, yeah, but it's also it's one of those. It hasn't. I, I think you and I are near the same place, which is near the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, and it hasn't outstayed its welcome yet. It has. No. It keeps delivering. You're, you're drip fed uh, the, new the, mechanics and new abilities really well. The, the power curve, yes, is mm. is perfect. You're you're being fed tougher and tougher enemies, yes. but you're getting more and more abilities and better and better yep. weapons. Yeah, to combat. And so them, it just yeah. it just it's it stays fresh and relevant mm-hmm. and interesting. Yeah, and it's also like. It's really cool. Uh, they keep introducing the new enemies, but they keep the old ones. And so by the end of the game, the combat arenas are filled with like 10 different types oh. of enemies that all uh, move very differently and act yeah. very differently and are sort of weaker to specific uh, weapons, which, mm-hmm. is, which makes, you know, you know, I love the fact that it doesn't do the Halo thing where you only have two weapons. Like, I love that I can oh, carry yeah. all nine of my guns yeah. just fine. Um, yeah, just the, God, the combat scenarios are so good in that game. Love it his is. attitude. Like, the personality that the main character has just through the very how Duke he interacts. Yeah. 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 He's Duke Nukem without the terrible dialogue and just, like, I've been adding stats. my own Duke Nukem dialogue oh, as boy. I play. I'm not, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah. I actually no, have I, been. Yeah. But real talk, he's an a-hole. Totally. The only nice thing in that game is the little flying drone that lets you upgrade your weapon. And like, when you grab it, it, he punches it in the face, yeah. and then it like cowers in the corner. And I'm well, like, yeah. what a dick. In the Doom Slayer defense, as he is <laughs> referred to, to in, in hell, the Doom Slayer. Yeah, if you had been effectively placed in a coma for centuries or millennia, and then you were woken up just to just... Oh sure. god, I gotta kill a bunch of Hell's minions yeah. now. You like, just probably, give me my upgrade. You'd probably be a little <laughs> angry too. Robot. Oh, it's the one nice thing in the world. It's the <laughs> one thing that's true. He's even mean it to buttons. Like he punches buttons. <laughs> he kicks them. They had he it coming. Buttons. <laughs> <laughs> but but the thing actually that, that got me thinking. You know, again, not done with the game yet, but uh, before this game came out, I have to say I uh, was I was worried that because Doom, Doom has gone through some development phrasing hell of its own you remember there was the report that eventually came out where they they had scrapped an entire doom Doom 4 that was sort of call of duty-ish that sort of very cinematic Mm -hmm. you know uh storm the beaches of hell i would would love to see what that was well we got there were some screens and yeah yeah but yeah we never got to actually see it but it got me thinking like so id software spent i believe it was seven years on dollars no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, for all we know. But, like, seven years on Rage. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda bought id during the Rage development process, and then Rage eventually came out. And Rage was good, but it kind of fell flat. Like, I don't yeah. think it sold super great. And it was not memorable. It was not memorable. I reviewed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, I remember because id made it, and it was like, that's weird. It was brown, they make brown as hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, wep- the weapon combat in that game was amazing. Oh, yeah. Everything else, not so much yeah. the, uh, weapon combat and the graphics. Were but kind yeah, of the two. I mean, few games are, are live up to their seven year right. dev cycle. And so, you know, with that kind of development cycle and that kind of end result and seemingly not so great sales, like okay, well, that's not good. But and then you have uh, and you've got this new parental overlord in the in the form of Bethesda, mm-hmm. whereas it had always been independent for twenty years until they sold out to Bethesda. So you've got these 
corporate overlords looking over your shoulder now. Rage comes out, doesn't do so well. Now, then Doom mm-hmm. gets announced and comes out eight years later. Yeah. Eight it's, years. It yeah. was announced in 2008, and it came out in 2016, yeah. which, if I do the math correctly, is eight years. Maybe they thought the eight on the end of 2008 meant wait eight more years before you Maybe, actually, yeah. or it was an infinity sign. <laughs> yeah. um, Just take your time. But yeah, I kind of I thought, I, I wonder, after playing Doom now a bunch and loving the heck out of it, is Doom's critical and what I presume will follow is commercial success, mm-hmm. does, has Doom saved it? Because is it reasonable to, to hypothesize that after Rage... And then if Doom had come out and fallen flat after eight years, would Bethesda have just shuttered id? And I mean, how are the and, sales maybe, is the question. Or maybe we don't know yet, but I think the sales are going to be – I think they're going to be high. I think yeah, they're going to be okay. Too. Just like – so we're in this bubble where like we're like hardcore gamers basically and we all really like the game. But does that translate to worldwide sales? I mean I don't – uh, anecdotally in the Unlocked and Beyond Facebook groups, like – all of the chatter up until Overwatch coming out was yeah. still uh, all the hardcore, was, which is like what twenty percent of the market. But that's yeah, who, but yeah. also the name is everyone else, yes. and also yeah. the name Doom. Is, I yeah. hope it succeeds. Yeah. I, I think worry it, it won't. I think it'll be yeah. fine. I but think. What, yeah. what do you guys think? Do, did, would it have been? Could this game have saved? Have this? Could this game being good have been like the hail mary pass? For I mean, itself? yeah, you can't you can't run a business where you have two games in fourteen years and both of them be duds. Like you just yeah. can't do that. Um, again, that, the, you know when you look at when you put it alongside, you know what an eight year dev cycle. If you produce one game and that game doesn't deliver, and then you look at other studios that produce games, three games, in yeah, that time. yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, we always like when we talk about the, you know, this could be the year where Doom comes out after eight years, The Last Guardian comes out after eight years, and At Final least. Fantasy comes out after ten years. <laughs> like that is insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you know, assuming like Dustin said, like we don't know. Anecdotally, I think it's selling well, but we'll see uh, when NPD comes out next month. Uh, but I think yeah, this game could have absolutely saved them. This this game is like universally praised, you know, and hopefully that translates into sales. But then there's a ga- game like you look back at Destiny and Bungie, like that game destroyed records, probably. I don't know for it, sure, I but mean, like it, it sold huge. a ton of units, and for the most part, it was like a seven, like on Metacritic when it launched. But the difference is, yeah. Destiny was designed with a very long tail in mind. Sure. The, mm-hmm. the expansion packs, which you, know, yeah. you already talked about on on uh, Fireteam mm-hmm. chat, another the, the new one leaked. Mm-hmm. Whereas Doom is... Does Doom have that same sort I mean, of no, staying power? No, it's got, I mean, no. it's going to have DLC, but this is not a game people are going to be playing. Not longevity-wise, I just mean, like, is the brand recognition still there? I think Bungie had brand recognition, so people trusted them for Destiny. Mm, I, think, well, and Doom, I think more people know what Doom eight years is than is know what Bungie time. is. Yeah. You know, I think I would agree with that. General Absolutely. consumer, if they see the yeah. word Doom, they're like, oh, that's that thing. The I grandfather of shooters. Yeah. Whereas if people say Bungie, like unless you immediately followed up with yeah. Halo. Or yeah. Cord. Or Cord. Yeah. <laughs> or um, Jumping. I don't think people know id that well. You know, like id no, software. I don't think they, they know the Doom. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, most I think people, that, that most people don't know developers. No, most people yeah. who buy a video game don't know who made it, unless it's Nintendo. I think because it's such a large gap, my concern is Doom doesn't have the name recognition that it once did, and that's going to equate to lower sales than expected. Doom 3 sold really well, right? <sighs> 10 years ago. 11? Yeah. Wait. That's 12 it. years ago. Mm-hmm. So is Doom the well. type of game that the, I don't know, 16 to 25-year-old is looking for? I think so. <laughs> I think this game is <laughs> made so. for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're all old. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I, I felt like this game was like made for someone younger than me, honestly. It was a weird thing to say, but like but the gratuitous it, over-the-top violence yeah. and everything. Oh, I was, and I totally dig it. Um, yeah. And the game's not perfect. Like, the story's dumb and... Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the art design's kind of garish, and I got lost all the time because I don't know. I can't tell where I came from and where I'm going. <laughs> but, like, it's ultimately, like, yeah, the game has flaws. I'm not going to play its multiplayer, but, like, I'm totally digging the campaign. I can't yeah. wait to see some sales numbers on this product because I, I, think, uh, I hope it does well because I would be scared to see a world without it. Well, I'll tell you, that, that'll be a big developer. question is May NPDs, I mean, it's good. Uncharted already, so, I know this is an yeah. Xbox podcast, yeah, but, but they put out 2. sales 7 numbers. 2.7 million sold. Right. Sold through. However, Doom's on three platforms. Doom's on three platforms. But one of them, like, we don't get PC sales numbers. Same thing with Overwatch. We're not going to get PC sales numbers, and that's going to be... Well, that'll be on Steam. So we'll... Yeah, but it's not part of MPD. 
Yeah. So we can we can look at those stats though and correlate that to us. What do you think? Doom number one, number two, number three, NPD sales for May. What do you guys think? Six. Really? No. Wow. Destin taking six. What else? Overwatch also came out. Yes. I think that's going to be number one for sure. But you're missing Marty's excellent point. Yeah. Battleborn. No. Almost all of the PC sales Mm. for Overwatch, which is a super PC centric game. Will not be factored into NPD. Also, I w- bet you my life, Battleborn is not ahead of Doom. Battleborn is no already way. dropped in price twenty dollars. There's not the a board. chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's one, two, three is Uncharted, Doom, Overwatch in some order. Minecraft. No, what? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying that as a joke. It's been on every NPD list okay. toward the bottom of the top. Yeah, toward the bottom. I mean, there's yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd bet a hundred dollars. One, two, three, some combination of those three. Yeah, yeah. totally agree. Yeah. I don't know which way it'll go. Yeah, but. I don't know because with the PC sales, like I don't know, like. I think it'll be in that. Hopefully, the top five. Yeah. Doom. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're underestimating the power of, of ripping a zombie's heart off. Ripping I, Aaron. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I just. I don't know. I just worry about Doom. Uh, last question on this topic for you guys. What do you think it does next? They have a hit. This is what I. What's interesting is this is an id software where the old guard is almost entirely gone. Mm-hmm. This Doom was created by. Basically, a generation of developers that grew up on Doom rather than the guys that made Doom, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And they have ma- they have clearly they've designed a, a very very compelling game that manages to uh, throw a lot of callbacks for guys like me that, yeah. that grew up on Doom, just like they did. But also modernizing it. Do we think Doom Two next? Do we think do they take a shot at rebooting Quake next? Yeah. Because we were talking when we were talking about Quake the other week, you were mentioning machine games. I, I mean, that's my. I would if they did it in the original sort of Lovecraftian Quake One, yeah, style. I would love to see Machine do a uh, Riddick Wolfenstein yeah. type, just narrative driven treatment to it. Yeah, but I could also see it working really well as Id doing a Doom style yeah. take on it, a Doom reboot style take on it. I want him to do Hexen. <laughs> no. You're speaking my language right now. <laughs> I, the I want a first-person magic-based game. Yeah. You know the problem with that. Who owns it? Activision. Oh, really? Activision owns Raven. Raven oh, made Hexen and Heretic. Yeah. So it's time to abandon that dream right now. Well, I, I want to see Id make something new. Totally new. And, you're you're uh, voting new IP. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's I, I'm always going to vote new IP. I've seen Doom before. I just played Doom. I don't need a sequel right now. I want to see something yeah. new in between that's totally Doom legit. and Doom 2. Yeah. You know, Doom 2 is their money maker. Hopefully, Doom and Doom 2 are their money makers. And with that money, they are given the permission to create something also, new. Also, it needs to be. And take a you, chance. You can't have a seven year. Eight-year dev cycle anymore? No, I don't think that'll. You got to. I mean, I'm sure they're split into two teams. I'm sure they're already working on their next thing. Of uh, course. Who Who's the team doing Horizon? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, the, that's on Gorilla. PlayStation. That's Gorilla. That's the Kill Zone. Yeah, folks. yeah. So they did Kill Zone. It made their money, and now they're allowed to try something new. Well, Kill Zone yeah. fizzled out. Yeah, Killzone. They, they're making Horizon because no one wants Killzone anymore. But look at the excitement for a property like that. Yeah, you know, I mean, if the Doom guys came and they made their they did Horizon, though, and they it know. was called Rage and it was, it was very good. Yeah, and now I'm just most of those guys don't work there again. anymore. Yeah, and yeah, and it's this is yeah. To be fair, this is like you said, this is a, a fresh team. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm dude, I'm always on your side in terms of new IP. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be I don't know, it would be interesting to see them give this sort of TLC to. Uh, like like Quake, I, yeah. I uh, that's the more that's I think about gut, it. That's what my gut says. Yeah. The more I think they about it with that, because if Machine isn't now, I guess the the rumors that Machine is doing Wolfenstein New Order two, yeah, which would make sense because the first one sold well, right? So, therefore, if they're not doing a Quake, I I actually think I'm with you, Marty. I think it's going to go there next yeah. because they did such a good job with Doom. Well, they did do such the a good same job, thing but with Quake modernize it. The thing is. Bethesda, you got to go back, look at the business of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Bethesda bought ID, and what? Why? Why is? Why was ID a valuable acquisition? Because of their IPs, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and also at the time, John Carmack, but yeah, he's yeah. not there anymore. But yeah, you know, you had Doom, Quake, Wolfenstein. I'm not even going to factor in Rage, whatever. But mm-hmm. they've done Wolfenstein. They've now done Doom. I don't think they're going to let the Quake IP rot for much longer. So. Yeah. I, I think they're going to go they Quake next. If they can do with Quake what they just did with Doom, that would be fantastic. Well, and, but the scary thing is Doom's yeah. multiplayer wasn't great. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. To, uh, yeah. Agree. 
Agree. Uh, honestly, I could personally not care less. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm right in it now. for the campaign. Like, yeah, uh, Wolfenstein came out and just didn't have multiplayer. Yep, I, which I was fine by that, me as yeah. well. That is a tough market to get into right now. It like, is. With all the games that just launched, like, in May, you mm-hmm. know, like, maybe, like, a year and a half from now, they'll be able to launch a Quake, like a modernized Quake. Yeah, think about, too, now they have the entire community on it has the entire community rooting for them and mm-hmm. on their side like mm-hmm. yes you guys brought back doom and it's great think of the excitement that would they would generate mm-hmm. if they said here comes quake well, especially like if it was at a bethesda conference that they were like hey look what we did with wolfenstein look what we did with doom yeah. now we're gonna do it with quake and so in your mind you're just like oh well this is gonna work yeah yep. and also like bethesda rarely makes a dud like whether they're uh, you know well new Bethesda well, well new Bethesda yeah <laughs> back in uh, the day in their yeah, early publishing totally. days totally but uh, yeah like not only like you know obviously uh, Skyrim and Fallout are incredible but also just like the games they oversee uh, um, Evil Within was excellent Evil Within yeah yeah Wolfenstein uh, Doom Prey to so. oh wait sorry hey maybe I, we'll see Prey 2 <laughs> I think we're gonna see Prey 2 at E3 uh, all the Dishonored stuff yeah mm-hmm. For sure. I notice with these conversations more and more, I'm not thinking, would it be awesome? I just kind of assume, yeah, it'll be good. Strategically, when's the best time for the marketing cycle to begin? When could they start talking about this product that would get the people interested? Are and you, and they would have their best chance to succeed are, with their product. Well, are you talking about, is that an E3 segue? Just talking about Quake. Quake. Oh, well, yeah. the fact yeah. is they've probably been wor- working on Quake for a week. <laughs> I, yeah. Seriously. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they had to finish Doom and any, mm-hmm. you know, Patches, etc. Like right now, I mean, would be a pre-production, ter- right? But yeah. if they announced Quake today, it'd be terrible. Just no, I mean, if there was a yeah. f- f- ten-second teaser at their E3 press conference, E3, maybe that's a better time to do think, it. I, but today, year. today would be bad because everybody's talking about Overwatch and Battleborn and Doom. Yeah. I would, and it I, would, it would be cannibalized. The announcement would be. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to not products. announce it in a grand fashion. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I think next next E3 is the year. Yeah, to probably. tease it. Mm-hmm. Not show it, just to tease it, because mm-hmm. it'll it'll be or only, maybe in only. August Gamescom, maybe. But Bethesda mm-hmm. seems to be banking on they you know they've been doing E three conferences now for mm-hmm. last year and this year, and that seems to be a big focus for them. So. Yeah. All right, we shall see. But uh, yay for Doom! I'm just so honestly, I'm just pleasantly surprised because yeah. I'm happy it's good. The sa- I don't I don't want to sound too pessimistic, but when a game has been in development as long as Doom has, and it's you know, there was there were the reports of the development hell of like a lot of people leaving and then sort of scrapping a whole game and starting over. The often that doesn't end well for yeah. one. And the fact, like you know, we we talk about this a lot, but the fact that we didn't get review copies early, like that's, that's not that was a red a ba- flag. That's not always bad. Well, a lot of times it is, and so we were like, ah, oh, we man. got our Ninja Turtle review copies late. Oh, no, <laughs> I think that one that that, that, <laughs> that one's in a different scenario than Doom. Yeah. Oh man. Um, and by the way, for anybody that, that's watching this going, then why did you guys give it a 7.1 out of 10? Because a review is because a single person's opinion. A single person's opinion, and we defend their right to have, have that, that opinion, opinion. and, yeah. and uh, state their opinion, and yeah. we're allowed to feel differently. Yeah. yeah. As I, I think I said it already before, but uh, there were plenty of people on this in this office that felt very differently about Alien Isolation yeah. than me, so, yeah. and that's okay. Everyone that's feeling a, the same about something's boring. A, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's not have boring things when we talk about Xbox 1.5. Yeah. Oh, dang. Right after this. All right, news time, and there is one topic that matters this week because the rest also hi Alana. I'll say hi. Yeah, let's she, acknowledge the whole other person. Back. She just magically <laughs> appeared. I teleported here. Hello. Yeah. Wow. It took that long. Slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still it's like working. One of those things where you can only teleport a certain distance, like a tracer in Overwatch. Because I'm playing a lot of that. that game's but we're good. We're not talking about it yet. So game's well, good. we're not going to have time to talk about it this week. We'll talk about Overwatch next week. Okay. Everybody seems to be loving it so far. That's the really general like consensus. So cool that it's a, a console and FPS game, and everybody's loving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like it works on everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try it between now and next week's show. So yeah. I have something. To yeah, say, but I'm still trying to finish Doom. <laughs> also, Marty, you should play Quantum Break so we can talk about that. Oh dang. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh. The subject at hand this week is the old Xbox 1.5, which that's just the colloquial term. Yeah. That's not mm-hmm. what it's called. In, in fact, it is apparently 
called uh, Project Scorpio. That's a real dumb accent design. Hank Uh, Scorpio. You don't like Scorpio? No, Hank Scorpio. Oh, Hank Scorpio. Character from The Simpsons. Is this a Megaton? Do we still call stuff Megatons? Do we not do that now? Nah. Ah. That's just a full-out thing. I, no, <laughs> flat, no that was a news story thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was back in the Seven day. years yeah. ago. Uh, I mean, so, yeah. Everything was a megaton. Kudos yeah. to Kotaku for piecing this together. So they have uh, multiple anonymous sources uh, corroborating the fact here, well, seeming fact that this E3, my 2016 prediction from January, is going to come true. We're going to get the Xbox One Slim mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be 40% smaller. Wow, uh, and apparently be packing a two terabyte hard drive. It's real big. Thank goodness, because yep. boy, it needs that. Yeah. And now, and then the Scorpio. That is the upgraded box. That mm-hmm. is the next thing, the one point five, if you will. And it's going to have a better C, a better GPU that is capable of outputting at four K resolution. We're looking at that for twenty seventeen. Sources also say Microsoft is seeking to form a partnership with. Marty, Oculus. you guessed it. I called it. I think it was me that guessed this. No, don't take I'm my guesses. Sure it was. I think don't we all we all thought. <laughs> Good job, Alana. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it's it's apparently they're in discussions right now. We don't know. they or at least the leakers and reporters don't know if uh, it will if the Scorpio will officially support Oculus. But boy, that would be an interesting turn of the tables, wouldn't it? Cause I the definitely e- think they're going to try Xbox it. They One, need it. They yeah. need a VR thing. Xbox One has been underpowered compared to the PS4 and, and suffered the wrath of, of the gaming community for it mm-hmm. for uh, these few years. It would be interesting if in the VR world... The uh, Sony had the underpowered headset because, I mean, and, and if they also, if it meant that it had access to the whole Oculus library, that would be cool. It instantly wins because that mm-hmm. currently has the best library of any of the VR platforms so, so yeah. far. Yeah, I mean, Sony doesn't have a library yet. Yeah, I used the <laughs> Oculus. Yeah, I used the Oculus for the first time a few days ago. It is just as good as the Vive, and you can sit down. I like that. Well, I, I, I slightly, I, I think the Vive is better. I think uh, the Vive is better as well. But the Oculus yeah. is super comfortable. It's really good. It's super light, and mm-hmm. the uh, built-in. Menu. I like the sensor is easier to set up. Like the vibes just really finicky in my experience. It's easier to set up now. It's going to be just as complicated by the end of the year when Oculus Touch comes out. That too. Yeah. True. So Um, do you have to just uh, touch every surface in your house? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't know the facts yet on the Oculus side, other than they appear to be in discussions now. All of this is apparently part of Project Helix. All these names are dumb, right? Hold on. That's, oh my, oh my god. god, what if it doesn't, ah! what if it sticks like that? <laughs> Help me. Man, if you listen to the audio version of that, that That's was weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan just transformed. <laughs> he so morphed. Project Helix is an is a, uh, effort at Microsoft to unify Xbox and Windows platforms. And uh, that that includes, according Halo and everything is going to be just coming to both. Like it's all, yeah. which they've been... Greasing the skids for for mm-hmm. the last six months yeah. at least. I mean that's not surprising at all to me. No, that yeah. part is certainly not. Yeah. Now there's the Oculus thing. Really, I mean these all seem like smart decisions yeah. on Microsoft yeah. part. Kotaku, but there is one that we're going to discuss. Yeah, Kotaku also reports that Microsoft will be going towards an iterative hardware model with more frequent incremental that's the updates. One. Yeah. So yeah, what do you guys think about this? Because a lot, you know, my Twitter feed was pretty mm-hmm. mixed. Some people were kind of stoked on it. Other people were. You know, the same thing, you know, the, the Neo on the PlayStation side got a lot of negative reaction because I think, I think it largely stems from people being afraid that they as early adopters will be left behind totally. in this. Yeah. I think it's, it's too early to um, really lean too hard one way or another just yeah. because, A, none of, these, none of these boxes are confirmed. I mean, they're all but confirmed. B, we don't know what the price of these are going to be. We don't know what the specs are going to be. And C, we don't know... If there's ever going to be a time in this generation where you literally can't play Halo 7 on a launch Xbox One, you right. can only play it on a Scorpion box yeah. or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my attitude is that I'm staying open-minded to it mm-hmm. or trying to and trying to consider like other things that we've seen in tech that have done similar things because right now we have nothing to go off of. We, Unless we've... I know what those iterative hardware upgrades are going to be, I feel like it's I can't be mad yet. <laughs> we've talked about this at IGN, like the whole idea that console hardware just ceases to exist and we kind of come up with these like instead of xbox one then a new name for each it's just like this is the xbox one 2016 2017 2018 mm. it's, it's becoming more and more like a pc well phil phil 
kind of prepped us for this. You remember his comments from the Spring Showcase mm-hmm. where he said, everything we're doing now is always going to work on our next thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's kind of been talking about talking up the ecosystem factor. Yeah. And go ahead, Marty. Well, no, and Microsoft has done a better job than Sony at preserving their former generation's legacy by backwards compatibility. Yes. I mean, that yeah. was huge uh, at E3 last year and has been huge with every drop and every drip throughout the year. Not worried so about this. So- think about like the fact that they did that last year means that they were planning to make this announcement this year probably. Like I wonder oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, this how stuff many is years, years ahead they, they plan out each three. They're like, this one will we'll say mm-hmm. this. This one will say this. That'll be a buffer for the thing right. they say the next year. Yeah. Like, it's so intricate. Yeah. It's I mean, is. Not worried about the software side, but it's becoming like the iPhone. Like, I just dropped 600 bucks on this console or however much it was at launch day. Five. Five hundred? Yeah. And, like, now I have to drop, what, $400? You don't, on the, have, you don't have to, to do, do anything. anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, but if it's that much better well, well, and it's going to do 4K we don't know what, and support Oculus and have and a bigger hard drive, this, I'm just like, This okay. is where I think you know. I hear this from people, yeah. and I, I take uh, issue with this because – you know, people that complain, oh, well, I paid five hundred, and now you want me to pay four or five hundred more. Yeah, but you've been playing and enjoying it for the last three years. You've gotten your money's I guess worth. It out has of been it. three years. Yeah, yeah it'll it's be, been. It'll, it's, we're coming so up. So now it. the console cycle is three years. Like the PS2 was what ten. It was way longer than three. No, it was 2000 to 2006. I mean, maybe that's the point is yeah. that it's actually just that we're used to long console cycles. Like I mm-hmm. have brought this up before, in that it's not that different to a phone, in that it's a little bit cheaper. But at the same time, there's no way I get as much use out of my Xbox One as I do out of my phone. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Upgrade my phone maybe every second year. Yeah. yeah. So maybe if it equaled out to consoles four years, that would somehow be a weird maybe you should upgrade. Maybe you should upgrade yeah. your phone every year. I probably should. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Have a lot of fun. Okay, Marty. <laughs> How long did it yeah, take you to... Mom. Hey, yeah, you're not... I was always reachable. <laughs> yeah. Well, except right now, I'm not reachable. Yeah. My texts are being weird. Oh, that's, there you go. That's not a... That's not great your phone. Yeah, I, I really don't feel great about this. I do feel like I'm getting kind of snubbed if I don't upgrade because it sounds like the, the hardware... The next hardware iteration is going to be fantastic and stuff that I've had to buy an external hard drive for my Xbox One right. and invest in this platform... You know, like I bought it with the Connect. I had to buy the external hard drive, and I've made all these investments you to it. Have, you didn't, you're using the word "have to." You did not have to buy an external hard. I don't have an. External you're right. Hard drive. I could have just deleted hardware or deleted the software all the time. That's what I do. Well, yeah, but there's like seven games that I play regularly. I would oh, have had to like constantly had to like delete one and regularly. install one. Stop playing Destiny. All? Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, like, Destiny, Grand Theft Auto, Rainbow Six, and your hard drive's full. Your granddaughter, yeah. yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. But also, uh, like, 4K, I don't care about 4K because I'm not going to have a 4K TV for a long time. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with the TV I bought five but, years ago. One of my so, friends really wants to buy an Xbox One at the moment and keeps being like, what should I do about E3? And I was like, just wait until they announce yeah. something in E3, and then maybe the current console will get cheaper. Yep. But he's like, oh, but what if I want the next one? And you're like, you don't have to buy it. Like, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. marketing is there to, designed to tell you to buy it, but you don't have to. I think it's worse for people who had it on day one. Yeah. Like, I had a day one edition. I have it on my, you know, Xbox One control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's worse for people who invested really, really early in something but, to be pushed out, well, I guess. Well, and that's where I, I get think... your side as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally but I, I think it's just... It's that fear of being left behind, and so that's where I think it's it falls on Microsoft to... Messaging has not been their strong suit this generation. Yeah. Uh, certainly better about it the last couple of years, mm-hmm. but it's on them to make it explicitly clear exactly how current Xbox One owners, early adopters, are going to be okay taken care of. Yeah, yeah. If they what? had some kind of deal that was like, give us that Xbox and. We'll give you the new one for really. But I'm not even. Ta- you can I'm go to any Microsoft store and trade it right. in, and you pay fifty bucks and yeah, you get the I'd new version. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll yes, do that. That would be cool. But yeah. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about for the people that aren't going to or can't spend four or five hundred on the upgraded Xbox. Yeah. It's on them to explicitly lay out all developers and publishers are required to continue to release games that run on the 2013 Xbox that run at a you know that run at the current standard that you're used to you know the current standard Mm -hmm. of quality they can't be, you know, gimped or nerfed or yeah, I have or faith disasters. that they will do that. Like, so, I really but for me, I'm like, like I, I guess I should have just kept my 360, you know, because... It's, that's, that's what <laughs> I, I, I think yeah. it's on... That is Microsoft's challenge is to make it 
clearer than clear. Like, because mm. if they leave any ambiguity, the com- they've already they've already seen how what the wrath of the community can yeah. do. Yeah. I've spoken to a handful of developers, and uh, people who are not happy about these uh, hardware iterations are developers. Yeah, they are so, not happy. Who about have this. to certify more stuff, and have or to have to also release a quote-unquote dumbed-down version of their game. Right. We, we made a joke at the beginning of the show about you know IGN having different versions of every video. It's the same sort <laughs> yeah. of philosophy. Yeah. Like having it's, to do yeah. seven exports of one thing, sure. of one game. Yeah, I mean, now a multiplayer, a yeah. Ubisoft game is now going to have to be released on PS4, PS4, PS4 PS4.5, uh, PC, yeah. Xbox One, Xbox 1. Yeah. 1.5, I mean, the does Nintendo. Does the box have to say NX. that? NX. What? Like, what does about the box a game? art have to say PS4.5 on it? Or yeah. Xbox 1.5 yeah, on it? Yeah, and then what like, are the rules that, that they have, they have to follow? To I mean, yeah. it depends. I think legally the they do. Legally they do. Wow. Yeah. I, that's perfect segue. Uh, I, 360 I, PS. Like, what about the ones that no, are making last hardware? Those. <laughs> yeah, I think... Destiny probably will. I may have said this on the show before, but I really think, given that what Phil has said about sort of wanting to just have that ecosystem that always stays with you and that you, you'll be able to play... You know anything they do now, you'll always be able to play. I still play five my years Xbox from 360 now. all the time. Like, yeah, I'm going to support that console forever, probably. But uh, I think whatever this, what, I think Scorpio will just be called the Xbox, and I think they're going to drop the Xbox One name from future versions because that's a name that has a stink on it. Like Xbox One, it does. Yeah, from you know, not not for us, but you know, it, you know, first impressions have go a long, long way. And mm-hmm. some, there are people that still think the Xbox One uh, has to be always connected oh, online. Yeah, there's still to, that meme where it's compared to a brick. Yeah, so I, like, I think... They, unplug your Ethernet, nothing. Yeah. I think they rebrand... I think they rebrand slowly as just Xbox so that every future version is just the Xbox. So does that mean... Same that thing like with iPad. We're yeah. not going to have different solid releases anymore. Like, there's not going to be a next Xbox. It's just going to be a continuously evolving Xbox. I think oh, yeah, I have Xbox serial number 1.875. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think eventually there will come a time where Halo 7 is going to require the well, Xbox 2020. Like how there's version. iOS games that require an iPhone exactly correct. above or whatever. Yeah. Same exact thing. How there the, will come a point where they have to draw the line. Uh, but you think we're not going to have like an Xbox 360, Xbox One comparison anymore? You think it's just going to keep evolving? I do. How did Microsoft get in the PS3 disaster at launch where they had the 40 gig, the 60 gig, and the 80 gig, and they all had slightly different variations? Like, with the way they launched this, they could be getting into that territory, and that's dangerous. Yeah, but Sony could have That was awful. Yeah. They're both, yeah. they're both, they're both doing it. Yeah. weird ship together. Well, Sony just you has know, PS4 and maybe this hardware upgrade, unless well, you know something. Here's the I thing don't. to think about. Dude, this, <laughs> this is a great point that Jared Petty was making earlier. He and I were talking about this in the bullpen this morning. He's Wonderful nice. human being. Mm-hmm. Sony doesn't like Microsoft. It's it's actually in their corporate interest to do this because they have the Windows platform and the whole mm-hmm. Windows user base. It's in their interest to try and wrap all that into one thing with Xbox. Sony doesn't have that. They just have PlayStation. But I wonder if if Sony is kind of going down this whole the same ecosystem. Everything is going to just be one walled garden because Microsoft is kind of forcing their hand because they they could see the writing on the wall that mm-hmm. Microsoft was going to do this. Because it, it's probably in Sony's better individual business interest to just do what they've done forever and press the full reset button every five to seven years yeah. and start over with PlayStation yeah, 5. I think VR. But Microsoft now will not allow them to do that because Microsoft is going to just have a never-ending well, I think VR. I think yeah. VR was the curveball in there. I, I would say it's... Yeah, That's I don't know. True. Yeah. I, th- I think the... Sony doubling down on PSVR uh, forced their hand more so than Microsoft because I think for for the PSVR to look for future iterations of the PSVR to look uh, and run comparable to Oculus and Vive, yeah. they're going to need more powerful hardware. That's, That's a true. really interesting point. Is like 
how much has VR influenced the way that tech is going to come out after that? Because that VR yeah. definitely needs to be upgraded a lot because it ages very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And like, even playing old VR games now that I played a year ago at GDC, nauseating. they look like crap mm-hmm. and they yeah. make you feel sick. It's like, yeah. that's going to have to keep evolving, so maybe the consoles are just trying to keep up with that. You make a One, good point, yeah. too. Oh, sorry, Dustin, go ahead. Well, once you use VR and see any of those tech demos that they kind of introduce you to what VR is, like the Oculus has one, Vive has one, you really understand that this is important. Like, this is a a gaming platform that's not going away. I mean, it is a a fact that the uh, PlayStation VR headset is is not as uh, technically impressive Mm -hmm. as the Oculus is. And therefore, uh, the the Kotaku piece did state that the specs apparently, according to what they had heard, have not been finalized for Scorpio. Therefore, I wonder if... (laughs) We could be looking at a more powerful machine than the Neo or than just we expect. Because if, if they are going to run Oculus on this mm-hmm. thing, Oculus needs some hardware. Yeah, it's Oculus needs also, some beef. If you yeah. build a PC, like the minimum PC to build to run Oculus, it's real expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, what the, how expensive are these boxes going to be? Yeah. Like, they're not going to be 400 bucks. I think, they're, I think Neo and Scorpio will be five. What if I, if dumb I were, names for things? Neo and Scorpio. Names. Code names. What was, what was the original Xbox One card name? I mean, PSVR was... The pretty. revolution uh, the, for the Wii. The Orbis? Was that correct? Yeah. Yes. Wait, all... Orbis was the PlayStation 4. Oh. Uh, what? Uh, Durango. Durango. Durango, you're right. Yeah. And then, names yeah, are bad. VR was yeah. Morpheus. Well, like, they're, they're all really yeah. dumb. But, they're meant to I mean, be. I am super excited about the idea of the Xbox getting Oculus support. Like, I want that so bad. That yeah. would just, like... They need it. They need a VR support. They do would... need it. But even, yeah. like, removing the whole competition thing, like, for me as a primary Xbox oh. gamer and the Oculus, you know, compatibility with the Xbox controller, it's what I'm yeah. used to playing yep. Oculus with. Yeah, like, like, I well, just want that in my house. And so they bad. already have that relationship. It, so. Exactly. Yeah. You make a good point because... Xbox and Oculus officially partnering up on a console compatibility situation <laughs> would mean that the the game development would just drastically accelerate yeah, for the Oculus. Yeah, and also we would get Microsoft licenses on yeah. Oculus. Like, I, I'm super excited by that. That's get awesome. Some, get some VR Halo. So Imagine. Yeah. So what the hell's HoloLens, then? It's, a con- HoloLens it's, it's, it's not a gaming device yeah, right now. I think it's They've not a shown device. the Halo weird thing and the Minecraft thing, but I they've made no... They've actually been pretty clear about like this is a business enterprise device totally. for now. Yeah. Like I'm not. It could be a gaming device in the future, but it Hololens until they fi- improve the field of view. Mm-hmm. There's no way it's it's acceptable for gaming. It's, yeah, I it's don't think it's amazing. To be. Did you use it last year? I HoloLens? used it briefly. Which cool. one? The Halo demo, the right? Halo thing or the Minecraft? I do thing? the Minecraft thing. Well, I didn't do that. Was it cool? Yeah, it's really because cool. the Halo yeah. thing was incredible. I just saw someone yeah. else playing and I didn't get to do anything. Yeah, but yeah, it's like. The male slot field of view is yeah. not going to fly in a in a gaming ser- setup. So that totally super wasn't early. thinking of male M A I L. I was thinking M A L E. That was very that was a very weird thought. So dark. You think about male yeah. slots? I was thinking about some male slots. <laughs> uh, Sorry what? to our eight year old listeners. Uh, what about the Illuma room? What? Aww. Marty? Oh, that was no. I loved that thing. <laughs> I wanted to. It was in my real. bedroom. It you know, was, but it was so pretty. If though. you have. Fifty grand, you could probably get your own custom one. That's built. true. Also, you drugs. just need a project- projector, really. Custom projector, yeah, be good. Also, drugs mm-hmm. mm. doesn't hurt. You just take some. Acid. They, yes, they it absolutely does, do hurt. <laughs> You're a You're dad. A father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My, hopefully, my kid's not listening to this. All right, so uh, slim looking like this year. Want uh, upgraded Xbox next year, which will of course have its own. It won't be in the case that the Xbox yeah. One is in now, I'm sure. I'm really glad we're holding off on our predictions episode until right before E3. Because this is why we said last week so we could be less wrong. Yeah. This yeah. is exactly why. Yeah. So We're still going to be wrong. <laughs> we're totally going to be wrong, but we're just going to be less wrong. Yeah, that's, that's what matters. Fewer wrong. Fewer. So obviously would love to hear everybody's reactions to the Scorpio stuff. Unlocked at IGN.com is the place you can email mm-hmm. us. Maybe we'll do a mailbag segment, which we almost literally never do. But this is a big topic. Head to head now. I was thinking mailbag M-A-L-E as well. Damn it, Monty. Stop it. Leave. We have four Are minutes left. Are you free-balling Please today? go to trivia. We <laughs> <laughs> four minutes left? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Justin, he's next to <laughs> trivia. No, no, we're trivia. 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 Do we want to mock the Yes. Game of Gold. What can we buy this week? 
Uh, Games with Gold and June are fantastic. Get them all. Okay, seriously. Uh, yeah. Retail, we have Overwatch, which I've been playing, and it's excellent. It's great. Uh, we also have TMNT Mutants in Manhattan Don't get for $50. That. <laughs> apparently, it's really good. No. We also have no, Trump- apparently, no, apparently it doesn't work it's on bad. Xbox One. Oh, really? it, runs, it runs at Everyone sub 30 frames. It, it's been like, this game's great. Oh, um, no. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Tropico 5 Penultimate Edition is $50. Can we talk about that for yes. a second? Because I brought this up when I read the press release yeah. uh, yesterday. I'm like, so Tropico wait, it's the five. second to last edition? Penultimate it's... means second to last. So... Do they not know what penultimate means? <laughs> I think Calypso? it's a joke. No, it's not a joke. It's no. What is it? It doesn't. That means don't buy this because there's going to be a better one. edition yeah, coming. There's another version <laughs> coming. That's real dumb. <laughs> Digitally, we have IDOV Tightwad Edition, which is 12 Seventy-five yes. and Cubicolor, which is eight dollars and is a color matching puzzle game. On the marketplace, May Games with Gold, we have Defense Grid Two all month long and Costume Quest Two May sixteen to June fifteen. On Xbox three sixty, Grid uh, Two that's May over. To May yeah, yeah, my bad. I Peggle, cross that across Peggle. that off. Yeah. Peggle, 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 ignore that. May sixteen to May yeah. thirty-one. Yes, Peggle. June and June Games with Gold, we have Goat Simulator awesome. on Xbox One all year and Super Meat Boy on Get Xbox Three all year yeah. all month long. Uh, we have the crew on Xbox One good from June racer. 16 to June 15, and XCOM Enemy on XCOM's good June stuff. The big winner, XCOM. The crew is it's a, fine. It's a good crew, month. This is a really good like month. The crew is like the perfect free game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a very good yeah. free it's game. It's like, oh, I wouldn't pay 20 bucks for this, but I'll play it free. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> XCOM on, being free. Hell yeah. Well, you know. what's cool is you can get online with your friends, and yeah. nobody has to pay a dime for it. Yeah. You all yeah. just download the free game, and you can go mm-hmm. on and drive around the country together. I like that. Yeah. I do that for free. Also, Super Meat Boy, real good game. Super yeah. good, super meaty good, and Costume Quest too. I still really need to play that. You're not, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna I'm play. probably not gonna have time. Trivia. Yeah. trivia. All right, we'll get right out of here uh, after trivia. Right after this. All right, trivia. We got to move quickly. We're late for a meeting. Here it's we go, guys. It's an E3 guys. meeting, though, so yeah. E3 is going to go well. Mm-hmm. It is going to go well. I I hate the lead up to E3, and then I love it when we get there. Yeah, it's so much fun every year because so we plan so well. Yeah, it's just too many. It's, it's Christmas morning for the video game industry. Uh, gentlemen and lady, hello. Connor Hutton writes in that he wins a free game. Which, by the way, uh, I wish I'd brought in his name in here, but a super nice listener mailed a copy of Wolfenstein The New Order, which we were talking oh, about earlier, nice. to give away on the show, which yeah. is paid for the postage, went to the trouble of bringing it to the post office. That is awesome. Also, yeah. that game Our is audience, incredible. Yeah, good, good. also that. So, uh, Connor, you can have that if you want. Otherwise, we have some other things like old Gears of War games that are backwards compatible, Alan Wake, Quantum Break on PC. Choose uh, Gears of War 2, the best Gears of War game, as voted by us. Agreed. Cliff says it's three... Cliff he's, can't Cliff see the wrong. forest through the trees. I don't have to watch on filter now. He, them. I was going there also. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to the exact same place. Okay, Connor Hutton asks, in what movie, this is a feature film, straight out of Hollywood, was there an Xbox 720 advertisement in the background? Do you guys remember this? I happen to remember this. I think this. I do. Was it the movie Zombieland, Real Steel, Hangover, or Taken. I've only Do seen you two of these. All movies. remember. Uh, everyone has marked their answer. I know my answer. I don't need to mark it. I'll go first. You're marking it just to make for the for the record. Okay. Oh yes. Everybody you just changed it to that. You and you're look at Destin's covering his answer. I always He's cover protective it. of it. Yeah, but uh, that's what I picked too. <laughs> well, we all picked uh, B real steel. Everyone yeah. picked B real steel. Wait, did, did you, you read the, the options? options? A zombie well, B real steel. C hangover. D taken. You don't, you don't I don't think you did, dude. As we're recording it, I said, <laughs> <laughs> I said them. Did you? I don't think you did. I don't right. think you did, dude. hundred percent. I said A zombie land. Did you all mock your answers? No, I said them all. I hundred percent just said it. I can't wait to listen to the audio. <laughs> well, Doing edit, Ryan can edit it. It's fine. Oh Doing edit, Borba. Ryan can edit. He's going to make us sound so, like, so dumb. So is it real steel? <laughs> it is <laughs> real steel. Everybody gets All it. Right. I was going to say Zombieland because that seemed like <laughs> Let's go to our meeting. to have this kind of thing, but then I was like, wait, what is real steel? I'd completely forgotten what that was. I never saw real steel. It was a Rock'em Stock and Robots movie with Hugh Jackman, with Wolverine, and Kate from Lost. And some kid that likes robots. Yeah, like most kids, I think. Unless they're wrong. They, right. Robots Everybody's are dinosaurs, their points. I think. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. good stuff. Well, if you want to win a copy of an Xbox game, send your trivia question, including four multiple-choice answers. Please note the correct one in your email to unlocked.ign.com. Whoa! All right, that's amazing. 
Subscribe to our YouTube Plug channel. Things. Oh, YouTube.com yes. slash IGN Unlocked. Let's get more subscribers than those yeah, in the Beyond comments, Fools. So we can sure. chat to you on there. Fine. I, stuff. Follow me no on Twitter. Wins, I win. Gary, I don't care. Otherwise, I don't have anything else to promote, I mean. But yeah, follow Except me. Except our YouTube channel. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, uh, I somebody, we did that already. Somebody actually yeah. do. Uh, watch our part one of our uh, Making a Final Fantasy 15 documentary that Andrew Goldfarb, Zach Ryan, and I went to Japan IGN for. Uh, it's really good. It's not an IGN first thing, but it's this amazing uh, part one is eight minutes long. It's uh, chronicling the long, arduous 10 year road from Versus 13 to Final Fantasy 15. Uh, it's very good. There's exclusive footage, amazing interviews. Awesome. Uh, it tells a really great story. Incredible edit by Kirk. Go watch that. It was really good. Brilliant. Also, I'm going to Fanime this weekend. Marty's going to Kind of Funny Live. Yeah. So yeah, if you're at Kind of Funny Live oh. on Saturday, say, I'll hi. Be at say that. hi to, yeah. to lots of people at different stuff in the Bay Area this weekend. Uh, so we hope to see you around. Yes. Excellent. I'm at DMC underscore Ryan, and that's all that matters. Whatever. Let's go to our E3 meeting. Bye. Pizza see you guys next week. Bye. Pizza. pizza. saturated with glossy facades comes a podcast that's breaking barriers. This is Reppin. It's where we do a deep dive into subjects like belonging to mental health, to courage and more. On Reppin, you'll meet the faces you think you know and discover their untold stories. It's real. It's intimate. And it gives you insight into the real person behind the images. In a world of pretense, Reppin strips it all down. No filters, no facades. Learn and be empowered and find inspiration through thought-provoking stories that resonate with your journey. Every episode is an exploration into the truths and values that make us who we are. Representation, it's not just about race or gender. It's about you. Reppin ensures that every voice is heard. Every story is valued. So be seen, be heard, and be represented. Listen to Reppin wherever you get your podcasts.